podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Hello and welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Extra. 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 It's 1.75 Extra. extra I mean, that, that, that just creeped me out a little bit. What? I, I didn't really like how eerie that was. Well, you started it. Dog puns. Oh, dog puns, yeah. Well, if people haven't listened to 1.75, that's now going to make no sense. Well, if they have still enjoy it though, aren't they? They if, should if, listen if to anybody, 1.75. Yeah, if anybody here is listening to this and not 1.75, stop listening now. Yeah, you're going to miss out on you're the missing dog out on the context. It's pointless. Is this going to be similar to when JD gives gives recommendations to how people can listen to the podcast yeah. if they're having technical issues? You can't treat us like this. Well, no, you, you can't just to, pick us up and put us down. People who want to dot about can no. dot about. No, you can't. And, and talking of uh, dotting, oh, Doggin and Redbridge. <laughs> Dog and the Redbridge. Wolf Dan Wolf. We're sponsored by Vector, the Britain Embroidery Company. Uh, that's Vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. Okay, yeah, thank you very much. And we've got someone whining like a dog next to me as well, which is brilliant. Also sponsored by JC Innovation and Strategy, the innovation and sport brand and innovation consultants from South London. That's JC is.com and visit their website I will, I will. there we go I've messed that up a little bit but never mind um, we're talking about Norwich I mean we had a question in 175 maybe about whether or not it's a must win or a must Dwight win Dwight Tail <laughs> <laughs> mind on the game Mike mind on the game uh, we've let's got Norwich let's just pause and get ah. Howdersfield Town what? Um, what? How does field Town Okay, how oh, long? Okay. Anyway, that, that'll do. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, carry on. Just we cut, just yeah, a bit. Yeah. No, we're not, we're not <laughs> cutting cut, no, that. absolutely staying in there. Norwich, we're going to talk about Norwich now. We, we have had a question about them in uh, 175 main part about whether or not for Palace it's be quiet and stop thinking of dog puns. Stand with me. Very good. Whether it's a must win or must not lose game. John Terry. <laughs> This is not the Mirror podcast. This is like JD right now. This is great. Right, what, what do we make of Norwich's recent form? Are we, are we a bit scared of, of playing them, given how informed they've been? Yeah, a little bit. Because um, they're... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> thinking about those fans. <laughs> Can't concentrate. You've ruined it now. Um, yeah, of course we're worried. But as Kev mentioned, I, I don't want to ruin pod 175 for anyone. Um, but spoiler alert Kev, Kev mentions that Norwich were on a really bad run before they started winning form does change form does turn um, and we've we've got Norwich at home followed by Everton at home we could be on 40 points um, just over a week from now two very feasibly winnable games I'm, I'm looking forward to it well that's uh, the astonishing degree of optimism given we just just equal our record uh, run of home defeats. 
Everton's away form is much better than their home form, which is a worry. But under normal circumstances, any team in a situation will be looking at those two home games going, this is a chance to pick up points. Norwich's, arguably Norwich's best performance in the seven points they got was against Man City, nil-nil draw there. Because West Brom, you'd probably pick West Brom to play. I know they, they, they were very lucky to get a point against Sunderland. You'd pick West Brom or a team who've got nothing to play for at this stage of the season. And yeah, you you would pick Norwich to beat Newcastle under any circumstances. So I, th- I think it, I think it's a bad thing. I think Norwich will probably come into that game with a degree of optimism they probably shouldn't have, mm. really, which I think is useful for us. Um, and I, I, I hope they do. I hope Norwich approach the game. I hope they come and turn up and think that they're suddenly about to take over, you know, because Norwich fans will be sitting there going, "Yeah, we'll beat Palace. We'll be level on points with them." If um, um, and I think that I think that's actually not a bad thing for us. And I think if they hadn't in an ideal world, they wouldn't have won any of those games, and we'd be putting them outside. But you know, there, there won't be any level of complacency from us. And Alex Neil, I think, probably wound Pardew up a little bit a couple of weeks ago, and he said that they were looking to hunt to hunt Palace down. Hopefully, Pardew can use that. And certainly, if Wickham's available, I, you know. Now, we can now goodbye, some, yeah, and it might be that we're a better team with the sun shining now the clocks have gone forward you never know but I think I think there will be a little bit more of a spring in the step from Palace players than there was before the West Ham game certainly I think it's taken a bit of the pressure off as I think that is a bonus point and I just what I hope we don't do is, is do what we did against Leicester which is just lit, just to be on the back foot from from the start I think we without going gung-ho we need to do what we did in the second half against West Ham and, and play on the front foot because you know Norwich concede goals in in most situations, and if if you look at their squad, yeah, they got good players. They brought Naismith in, but we should be able to beat them. But having said that, I would still would take it if you offer me a point now. I'd still take it. So the home the home form is a worry, and and I think the fans are a factor as well because certainly against Leicester, the atmosphere wasn't great from the start. To be perfectly honest, and I think we need to sort of get behind them and give them as much of a lift as possible. How would we look to set the Palace team up then in light of that? In light of the Norwich form, in light of the slightly nervy home crowd, I think Norwich like to play quite a um, expansive style, which you could say is one of the reasons why they are where they are with the players that they have. Um, but I think that if we, it has to be a mix of things. It has to be if we have Kabai and Punchin and Wickham back, then we have a, as good a chance of being, you know. A, Good, a good bet going forward as we do defensively because Kabai I think brings a little bit more calmness to our midfield play as well. Um, so I think we could. I think I don't see there being any reason why we shouldn't try and compete with them, um, like for like, rather than trying to go completely uh, going rather than try and go ultra, ultra defensive. I think that's something that you really need to do away from home. I mean, we've, we had a few questions this week about going mm-hmm. with the two up top. Thing. I mean, we spoke a lot about Dwight Gale in pod 175. Um, would any of you go with the option of putting two men up top against Norwich? I'd go with Kabai, sorry, if I, I'd go with Kabai and Punchin in, in midfield and then maybe Gale and Wickham up front. Why not? I might be tempted to do the same. Because with those two in midfield, you've got a bit more temperament in terms of actually doing something with the ball in possession. Which I think that Ledley and Ledley led to a lesser extent, but Jednak certainly is is not a ball playing midfielder. 
Um, and then in, in Wickham, you have someone who's, who's able to hold the ball up. And then in Gale, you've got someone who's around, able to buzz around him. Well, I think we're only assuming that Wickham's going to be fit yeah. to start. And I think I, as much as, as we talked in Pod 175, for those of you who listen to it, uh, if so, sorry. Yeah, about that. but, but I, I do think, based on what Pardew said about Gale after the end Saturday, I do think he'll start with Gale. I, I just think it would be, it would be against everything that Pardew's done so far to make such a drastic change. If to suddenly start four four two, I think it would be. I think it's a, an option if we need it. I can't see him. I just can't see him doing it. I can't see him bringing Wickham back. And playing him next to Gale because then who do you lose out of punching Zahar and Balassi? Really, he, he likes Saka. So I, I think I think if Wickham's fit, he'll start. I don't know. I, I think if Wickham's fit, he'll probably start Wickham. It's really Gale, but it's difficult Wickham, for us to talk about it. it is, I think. I mean, it's, it's it's a good problem. It's the first time if Wickham's fit. It's the first time in a long time that we've actually had more players than we need. If you see what I mean, because the. You know the team has picked itself in because of injuries, unfortunately. But I, th- I think Gale's an option. I just can't see him suddenly going four four two, and, and I, I, I just can't. I just don't see what he would do. I can't see him not starting with Balassi as a whole. I mean, as a whole wasn't brilliant first half, and I, if Wickham's maybe Wickham won't be fit enough to go straight in the team. But I just can't get over the fact that he, the way he talks, you can't imagine. That Gale won't start the game. He did a similar yeah. thing with Speroni, though. He did. Yeah. That's true. That is true. That is true. That's true. I mean, I, you know, talked up his chances and then yeah. and he does. Get him on the bench. Yeah, he he does seem to like Saka. <clears throat> yeah, Saka did put himself about a bit. Well, that Saka's, makes one of us. Well, Saka. To be fair, Saka's crossing is is not a problem. You know, yeah, it's just all the other stuff. <laughs> well, it is, but you know, you know, you talk about him being a championship player. Arguably, we're playing a championship team in a in a in a way. And uh, well, just not the best Premier League team. Either. They're blasting the table, and and Alex knew going to be in that on his dressing room. Isn't well, he? I, he's I, a big I, listener. We do know he listens only to the extra, yeah. the extra bit. Well, not not the, the main bit. The fact is, as well, I just I just actually found caught myself listening to myself. So I take a point. It's it's coming to something when you, you're playing a team that are below us at home. When you say actually, I'll take a point in the circumstances because I, I do. I think it's interesting that we've got that game so quickly on on Wednesday because I've I've, I've always thought that if we, if, as soon as we get a win, we'll probably get another one. And you know, you know, Palace like the chances are this time next or two weeks time we could be going. What what were we why were we worried again? Suddenly we've got forty points and we're going into the semi final. Forty three. Forty three. We nick a point. Yeah, you wouldn't put that past Palace to nick a point. At, at, yeah, Man United aren't well beat as at Old Trafford. You'd, We've got five you know, games though coming up. I think in fifteen days, is it something all, like that? Yeah, it's going to be really. It's a tough, well, tough it, couple of weeks. It is, but it is. A, it's a tough couple of weeks for Sunderland mm. and for Swansea and for you know because that's the other thing psychologically. If we if we get a win, we go above Swansea, which would really help. So it is a tough couple of weeks, but it's a tough couple of weeks for Sunderland, Newcastle. Yeah. And, and Norwich, I'll say what I said before. I'm quite pleased that Norwich will be going into this hopefully a little bit, a little bit cocky, a little bit expecting to to beat us. Well, they'll they'll remember that match at Carrow Road, obviously, where yeah. for a lot of that game they were probably a little bit better than us, weren't they, Mike? A bit of that game. Not 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 yeah, what not much of that game, would you say? We were better in the first half. We we were in control until about sixty minutes. Then they scored, and Jerome had that goal disallowed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you wouldn't begrudge them a point, but I'd say we would, I'd say the best team won that game. Um, the 
series, the cult hero series that Palace are doing, I watched the Michael Hughes one, thought it was brilliant, as I'm sure we all did. I sent the link to my dad, and he just texted back saying, interesting, he mentioned that the Norwich game was, a, Norwich at home was a turning point. I thought, what, what a pessimistic outlook to <laughs> a lovely feature, but now I'm worried. Because of that? Yeah. Well, if there's one thing that we know, that it's... Uh, the Palace fans are a very optimistic bunch, aren't we? Well, the thing is, it, it, you, you have to bear in mind as well, it, it's hard to see Sunderland beating Leicester. It's hard to see Newcastle getting something at Southampton. So if you know, if we do lose, it's one game closer to the end of the season. But I don't... I, I, don't, I, I generally can't see us... Even with our home for, I generally can't see us losing this game. I, I suspect that when we do win our first game, we'll win it quite well I think it's pure, purely because of the fact that Norwich then play Sunderland in the game immediately yeah. after ours it really for our own sake it is important I think to not lose that game oh yeah I quite agree I think I with, know. With, you know and, and I think I think we've got the quality it's silly it's ridiculous that we're saying that we you know that we're worried about this but we do have the quality to win that match I, I think the, the problem that we've probably had uh, oh that we have had for the last 16 games is that some of that quality has been let down by just idiotic individual errors hmm. in, in most cases. You, you know, the, the, the team performances, as I said before, haven't actually been that bad, but there have been individual errors, whether it's Soiree with Mares or, um, you know, the, 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 the Wayne Hennessy error, Aston Villa. These kind of games, they, there's always one individual error. Hmm. And that's the thing that has to be cut out so if you if every player is on their game we should be able to beat Norwich and that's that's ultimately okay. that should be looked at time to put cards on the table predictions Mike 3 nil. to any particular team or just either way not sure Palace okay there we go <laughs> I, I, I think there would be a lot of happy people in the Paulson's arms if that ends up being the case I'd, Kevin I'm not quite 3-1 Palace Ooh. oh blimey yeah, no, I'd, 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 I'd say I'd, the same yeah, I'd, I'd I just, could even see us going a goal down yeah I'd, I just think I generally I, I know we've said this before but I generally feel there was a, there's a, a slight change in the second half on Saturday and I just I think it's just important that we take the game to them and you know, not and then, as Rob says, the sort of football they play, they do tend to try and get forward, which should play into our hands. So, but yeah, I can see us winning it three one. Well, that sounds like a very positive note. Well, 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 to, yeah. well no, because I, I get predictions wrong every time. Well, I, I tell you what, I've, I've got a habit okay, of losing of losing bets. Right. I, I'm particularly bad at gambling. Every time I put a bet on, I lose. And bearing that in mind, I put a bet on West Ham to to win on Saturday, and obviously that didn't come off. So I'm gonna again. Try to use my ineptitude at betting by betting on Norwich in that particular game. Oh, I think so. Don't try and second guess fate. Can't second guess fate. Well, it works on Saturday, so in your no, face, fate. Because I put money on Palace to win, and that didn't happen. Well, no, but you're obviously not the lucky one. It's me, or the unlucky one, whichever way it works out. I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be Dude. one of those. <laughs> very, very good I think it's going to be one of those slightly nervy sort occasions. I just don't see us ever being particularly you know calm or it being one of those one of those uh, instances in which Palace end up getting an early goal we don't worry about anything I think there'll be a few nervy moments I think we're good enough to get a point against Norwich I think it's really important that every fan gets behind the team (laughs) like in in a way that we didn't against Leicester Mm. 
and uh, it was Speak really it, but it was really obvious against Leicester where yeah, right. Fr- right from the start there just was this kind of tepid atmosphere where no one really although to, to be, to be fair to fact, you could argue that that kind of came from the pitch where oh, I don't blame I don't blame us two or three minutes I was, I was quiet as well I don't blame yeah. our fans but I think that Part of it has to come from the players. Then it? it's your yeah, fault. Yeah. It's your fault. Sorry, I that's okay. Blame for that again. Well, there we go. On, on on that note, I think we can all hope that you know we we, we get the positive result and that yeah. Palace fans also get behind the team, and also that all the people who've listened to this podcast listen in next week, when hopefully we'll have six points on the board, perhaps special, extra. extra. Well, no, it'll be it'll be one seven six by that stage. Dog cast. Unbelievable. Right. Thank you very much for listening, Kevin, Mike, and Rob. Thank you very much for joining me, and uh, see you all again next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.